Shkalem, Perak Dalad, Mishnah Dalad, 4-4, and really a continuation of the previous Mishnah. Now we talk about the Mosar Truma, that is to say, the coins that are left over in the containers, those three Sa'a containers that were used to take out the Machsa Shekel from the chamber. So if there's coins left from those when it's time to get another second withdrawal, if you will. So what do you do with those coins? They already were selected for use and for Korban and Sibar, but now there's no Korban and Sibar to be purchased with them. The mission says, Mosar Truma Mehayu Osinba. What do they do with them? Rikuye Zahav, they would get these uh, golden sheets, sheets of gold, Tsipuy Leves Kachayakadashim, and use them to um, line the walls and the floor and maybe the roof of the Kadash Kadashim. So those extra funds are put to gold, um, which were then used in the Kadash Kadashim. Rabbi Shmolomer, Moser HaPeros. Rabbi Shmol says, now he's lapsing back to the prophets of the wine and the oil and the flour that was purchased in the previous mission, according to him, with the leftovers from the Shear Elishka that were, had this commercial enterprise in the base of Mikdash. So what do you do with the prophets? Here he says, Moser HaPeros, the excess from those that produce, meaning the profits generated from that business, the Kaitzimazbeach. That's put towards Kaitzimazbeach, the uh, korbanos that are purchased and offered when the mizbeach, the outer altar, is sitting idle. As far as the word kites goes, by the way, so just a moment on that. The the kites in modern Hebrew is referring to summer, but katsia is the harvesting of the figs. The figs are used, they came at the end of the summer, they were kind of the last of the produce because figs ripen kind of throughout the whole summer. And then they're put on the roofs to dry out, to become dried figs. So they're kind of the last. And figs are also used um, for dessert, not just the end of the harvest, but also the end of the meal. They were sweet. And therefore, um, kites refers to dessert, um, as well as summertime, because that was the time that the dessert was harvested, if you're talking about the figs. So here when we say kites, we mean something like dessert, for the altar, as much as the main course is offered with the Tamish Shachar, but now it's idle, so we'll give it, like, so to speak, dessert with these Kaitz Mizbech. Okay. Um, truma, as for the Mosar Truma, it's left over inside the containers when it's time to draw more. So Tanakama had said you make the, get the golden sheets, but according to Rabbi Yishmal, it's Le Klei Sharis. They would make, bake, they would purchase Klei Sharis. Those are the utensils that were used for the avoda in the base of Mikdash, things like the cups that would catch the blood and so on. It's klisharis. Um, now, klisharis are important in as much as they... Well, according to Rabbi Shmuel, it's actually based on a Pasuk. The Baratun brings the Pasuk. It's a Pasuk um, in Divrei Yamim, Per Kachavdalad, Pasuk Yodalad. It's a drush over there, um, based on Gmar Ksuvah's Daf Kuf Vav Amid Beis. That's Rabbi Shmuel Shita. Uh, Rabbi Kiva Omer, Mosar Truma Lekayt Mizbeach. Rabbi Kiva, who reject the idea of having a commercial operation with the Sharia Lishka, so we don't know what he does with that. But as far, but as far as the Mosar Truma, there definitely is the money left over in the bottom of the of the three saw containers. So that is put towards Kayt Mizbeach. That purchases offerings which are going to be used as communal offerings. It's very appropriate. The money which was chosen for the Korbanos Tzibur. Um, should be used for the Kaitzens Be'ech. Kaitzens Be'ech are kind of like Korbanos Tzibur. The difference is, well, it's sort of offered, loosely speaking, on behalf of the whole community, the whole Tzibur, but whereas the Machsa Shekel is specifically used to purchase 
um, Karbonos Chova, obligatory communal offerings, like the Tamidin and Musafin. So Kaitz Mizbeach is really a, a voluntary offering, therefore not technically something that you should L'Charchila primarily use, not a primary use of the Machsa Shekel, but certainly an acceptable secondary use, and that's what Rabbi Kiva wants to do with it. Famosar, as far as Rabbi Kiva holds, Umosar Nesachim, now he's going on something else. Moser Nesachim are leftover supplies of wine, oil, and flour. Not that was purchased for some commercial activity like Rabbi Shmuel, but rather for the base message itself. Remember, with every obligatory, actually with every, I should say, with every Ola and Shlamim, you're going to bring Nesachim. The base has bring Nesachim for the Korban Sibur, like the Tamidin Musafin. So things could happen where they purchase more than they need. For example, they set aside the money ahead of time and the price of oil or flour changes, and they can now buy they can buy the same amount of supplies with less money, so leftover money. Um or there could be excuse me, I said that badly really. It's really that they, they bought more supplies than needed um with the money. Um or alternatively when they purchased, you know, the flour, the seller gave them, you know, a heaping container, so those ends up being more flour than they needed because the recipes for the the menachos are very specific. So what do you do with the extra supplies, the extra nesachim of flour, oil, and wine, those go to clay sharis, those go to the utensils used in the in the operating of the base of Mikdash. And this is appropriate, says Rabbi Akiva, because what really um what really is confers like the highest level of, of sanctity to a meal offering, like a mincha, is when it goes into Klisharis. That's like an essential step in the process. So since the Klisharis is like the magic wand, which affects the special level of Kedusha, so it makes sense that leftovers of what can't be brought actually as Nesachim can at least be put towards the Klisharis, which function as an uh, integral part of the Nesachim. Okay. Rabbi Hananya, Skana Kohana, Moma, Rabbi Hananya, or other Gersos have it as Rabbi Hanina, and the truth is, Rabbi Hanina Skana Kohana appears numerous times in the Mishnaya, so most likely that is the proper Gersa. Mosar Nesachim Lakaitz Mizbech. According to him, the extra supplies that were purchased that are not needed for the Nesachim, wine, oil, flour, that is then repurposed and monetized to purchase Kaitz Mizbech, the Karbanos and the Mizbech, the extra ones and the Mizbech is idle. Um Mosar Truma. As far as the leftover money at the bottom of the container that was taken the three times from the chamber, that goes to Kesharis. That goes to purchase the utensils that are used in the base of Mikdash. Zevazeh, and both the literally this and this, but it means it's referring to Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Hanania, Rabbi Hanina, those two who reject the idea of doing business, commercial activity with Hektish, with Hektish money, Lohayu Modin Beperos. They never have profits being generated from the purchase of supplies to sell to individuals coming to purchase, you know, what they need for their nesachim, the wine, oil, and flour. Okay, so let me just sum this up for a second, because there were a lot of shitas of the past two Mishnayas. Here we go. We have four Tanaim. Tanakama, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Hanani, Skana Kohanim. As far as the Moser Hatruma goes, the primary topic of this Mishnah, the leftover at the bottom of the container, according to Tanakama, they would buy the golden panels to put in the Kaddish Kedashim. Rabbi Yishmol purchased Klisharis because of a Pasuk. Rabbi Akiva puts it towards Kaitz and Mizbeach. And Rabbi Hanania Skana Kohanim puts it to Klisharis. 
As far as Mosar Nesachim goes, leftover supplies from the base of Mikdash that purchased for its own needs. So, Tanakama from the previous Mishnah, and we don't know. Rabbi Shmuel, we don't know. Rabbi Akiva says that's for Klesharis. And Rabbi Hananias Skanakoanim says Kaitz Mizbeach. Finally, Mosar HaPeros, the profits generated from the flour, oil, and wine purchased to provide for private persons Nesachim. Tanakama, we don't know. Rabbi Shmuel says that goes, the prophets go to Kaitzim's Beach. Rabbi Akiva says no, nothing doing. We're not doing business with the money of the base of Mikdash, so we won't have any prophets. And same goes with Rabbi Hananias Skanakoanim, or that again he rejects doing business with the uh, Hektish, and therefore there'll be no prophets to worry about how to allocate. As far as Halakha Lamaisa goes, let's assume like the Rambam. That Moser Trumas Halishka and Moser Shere Halishka, leftover monies that were donated to Machsa Shekel, were used to purchase Kites Mizbeach. That means they would buy rams and offer them voluntarily when the Mizbeach was always idle as an Ola. As far as Moser Nesachim goes, leftover profits, let's call it, from fluctuating prices, etc., that the base ended up benefiting from when they purchased their supplies of wine, oil, and flour for their Nesachim. So, the Ramam says either that could be used to purchase, to, to manufacture menorah or other clay sharas in the base of Miklish as needed, if there was a need for additional ones, which that's probably not so common that we need new clay sharas, but if they didn't need any new clay sharas, so then also the money would also be put to Kaitz Mizbech.